Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Paydar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz. Hello. Hey, Liz, are you ready? I'm totally ready, Jody. How are you today? <laughs> I am good. Welcome to Let's Get Radical. All right. I think we have a really fantastic show today. I'm really excited. What about you? I, yeah, I, I am so excited. And um, it's so funny because, you know, our guest today motivates and inspires for a living. And how cool is that? It's very cool. I'm, I'm so ready to get inspired. I'm really excited to hear about how she made her way through corporate America and made a decision to go out on her own to do consulting and coaching to basically elevate people's lives. It's pretty cool. I know, because like too many people like just can't inspire. So um, without any further ado, I'm going to give a formal introduction to our guest today, who is Deborah Hightower, and she motivates and inspires through storytelling. And she's also a best-selling author um, of the book, The Secret to Winning Big. So welcome, Deborah. Hey, good morning. Thank you. And hello. Thanks for being on our show today. We're so excited to have you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and to talk about all the things that light my fire, and I hope to spread my spark onto every listener out there. Love it. I love it. Um, so, so, Deborah, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be where you are today. How long do we have? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, life um, will throw in some turns and potholes and ditches that you don't really expect. Um, you know, I don't know how you are, but, you know, I've sort of always been a planner, and this is what's going to happen. This is step one, and then step two is going to happen, and step three is going to happen, and then we're going to get to where we're going. Well, you know, life doesn't work that way. Um, we might go to step one, to step three, and back to step minus 10, and then go, you know, all weaving around. So basically, the bottom line is um, I dropped out of high school, um, just got in the ditch right off the bat, um, realized that, well, hello, if you're not in school, you got to get a job. And then if you don't have an education, what kind of job do you think you're going to qualify for? So after a couple of years of working in the blue collar industry, you know, I was like, you know what, Deb, we got to get it together and we've got to back up here um, and rethink our thinking. And essentially, that's what I did. Um, I have a master's degree now in leadership and management. And, you know, that sort of has been my, my give back, if you will, because I think when we find our happy spot, you know, we are at our best. And that's what life elevated and success 360 is all about. Um, Gandhi said it best, when you think, say, and do, um, when what you say, think, and do are all in alignment, that's when we actually are actually at our best. And it doesn't matter if that's personally or professionally or charity or whatever it is we're doing. When we can be whole, then we can move forward. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And, and I mean, I believe that too. And, and so how did you decide that you wanted to go to sc- back to school for leadership? Um, because obviously that's part of what you do today. Right. I actually have an undergraduate degree um, in economics and finance and then, you know, wanted to expand that and went in, into leadership because I just felt like, you know, when you've been in the trenches and you've been in the ditches yourself, there are other people that are there too trying to find their way out. 
And, you know, some things happened along the way. I went into corporate America, started at the bottom of the totem pole with a financial services firm, and was so far down that totem pole, I was barely in the door. But because they took a chance on me, and I loved it once I got there, um, I knew that being in the financial world would be um, my lifeline from which to build all these other things that I wanted to do. And, you know, part of leadership and part of coaching is doing it in whatever industry you're in. And for me, it's, you know, in corporate, in the corporate world, it's financial services. And then outside of that, it's just working on the rest of you, so to speak. You have Mm -hmm. the one business side, but then you have all these other things that go along with it. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm sure you were kind of unusual that you were a woman in financial services um, oh, and absolutely. being a leader. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, even in 2017, the latest numbers, um, poll numbers, have showed that still less than 12% of financial executives are women. When I first started in the business, it was less than 5%. And, wow. you know, I always thought that was weird because women mm-hmm. um, have so much to give and have so many soft skills and are good at the emotional intelligence um, skills than men usually. So mm-hmm. I think the women who have been a little bit hesitant to get into the math game, um, and you know that can be drilled down to girls are supposed to do A, B, and C, and boys do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, even now we have to deal with that because there are still so few women in financial, you know, executive positions. And right. what was your experience like in, in corporate America? Was it was it a positive experience? What what did you what are some of your greatest takeaways? I think we all have to be a little tough skin. You know, it's so easily to be offended. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that I coach toward with my clients is, you know, let's, let's look at A, why you are offended and B, does that, um, the fact that you were offended have anything to do with you and what your plan is. So, you know, we certainly need to take a stand there. We've got to know what we stand for and know what we won't stand for. But sometimes I think we get offended a little too easily. Um, so when I started out, there was every day I had a reason to be offended because somebody would say some snide remark about why I was a young girl. What in the world could I know about anything? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the good old boy world is sort of tough sometimes. You know, just simple stuff like, you know, the guys would go out for drinks after work and they would never include me. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go anyway. I had other stuff to do. I didn't want to <laughs> right. hang around with them. But the point was they purposely excluded me. So I could have really been offended by that. I could have let it affect my success. But I chose not to because I knew that I had a plan and my plan was, you know, to move forward. And did it really matter that I went to drinks with the guys or not? So, you know, little things like that have happened just over the years. Um, You know, there'll be water fountain talk, you know, that it's all about sports. It's all about stuff that girls don't usually participate in. So, you know, I think we have to rise above that kind of thing. And for every woman out there listening, I encourage you to rise above it because in the end, it really doesn't have an effect on what your plan is for yourself and your goals. I love that. I mean, I really do because I love the fact that, you know, um, you can let the, the, the talk or whatever it is affect you or you can... I don't want to say be better than that or whatever, but, you know, just kind of take it for what it's worth and keep moving. Um, and keep so, moving. Exactly. Yeah, just keep moving. Because, you know, we can get mired. We can really get mired up in that kind of thing. And then what it affects, it affects what we think. And what we think affects what we say. And what we say affects what we do. So we either stay on a positive path or we get in the murk. And it's really easy to do. But... 
you know, we have a choice to be either positive or negative. And if we approach life and business negatively, then that's what we're going to get. We're going to get negativity. And one of my um, popular corporate counseling, I guess is the best way to say that, subjects is, you know, diversity and inclusion and how it helps everything and everybody, including the bottom line. When your employees and your team members are running along together, it just makes for a better synergy and, you know, the the results are the bottom line. So if you have a bunch of negative um, team members, if you have that one positive one, you know, how long do you think that one positive one is going to last? It's going to start eking over to them as well. So then your whole right. team is going to be, you know, sort of jacked up. So. <laughs> right. right. Do you see that a lot in the work that you do? I guess, first, I guess, let me back up and ask you, you know, who are your clients? Do you work with corporate clients or do you work with um, individuals? Who do, you, who do you work with and do you see some of this sort of coming up in, in the work that you do? Um, yes, I, I work with corporations and individuals, trustees, um, so mm-hmm. board members, so teams, really. So whatever that team looks like. Um, and it does come up. It re- it really does. And, you know, everybody's personality is different. I mean, we have some people who are inherently happy. You know, it could be thunderstorming outside and they get up like the sun is shining and move through their day like it's a bright, mm-hmm. sunshiny day and think nothing of it. And then there are people, in the t- you know, on the team that it could be negative at the most beautiful, bright, day ever at the beach with mm-hmm. the wind blowing through our hair and they would find something negative about it. So it truly is an internal thing. And if you can get your internal self, you know, going, it just reverberates throughout not only your home, but your office and your community. And it, it's, it just goes on and on. But I do find that a lot. And I tell you, one of the things that has really been um, an issue I would say over the past couple of years is the fact that there are multi-generational workforces now. So the issues that baby boomers have, for instance, in the corporate world um, is so different than what the millennials are dealing with, for instance. Um, Let's just take diversity. In the baby boomers' prime time in business, diversity wasn't as broad as it is now. Diversity really then was women. You know, you right. throw in a woman, mm-hmm. and we have met our <laughs> diversity and inclusion plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. and so some companies are still like that. But for the most part, um, companies, successful companies, I mean, there have been study after study done that shows that if you have a diverse um, company, and diverse doesn't necessarily doesn't really mean racial or nationality or gender, really. It means from all backgrounds, from all experiences, from, you know, different sources of education and, and ages and gifts and talents and all of those things make the best diverse team. But that is a challenge. When you have baby boomers who were raised in the business world one way, and then they are managing millennials who think an entirely different way. They have different values. They come from different experiences. They like conversation and feedback. They don't like just being told what to do. You know, and that causes conflict. So one of my favorite, I guess, because I'm pretty hip to be a baby boomer, if I do say so myself, um, <laughs> So one of my things is to bridge the gaps between those generations and to say, okay, we Mm -hmm. as a team are stronger and everybody brings their own set of ideas and experiences and um, and education and, you know, what they're good at. So Mm -hmm. if we can all get the wheels on the bus rolling in the same direction, we will, as a corporation, as an individual, as a team, all be better for it. So this is awesome. So we have to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll be talking more to Deborah Hightower. Stay tuned. 
From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar, and our guest today is Deborah Hightower. And we're super excited to have her today because she's all about elevating life, you know, and um, helping people get there and really take their lives to the next level. And in the last segment, we were talking about how it's really important to have diversity in your teams, which is like, you know, a favorite topic of mine. And if you're following along at home, Jody's writing a new book about, you know, how account the accounting firms of the future. And I write a chapter in there about diversity and difference. And I think it's really key. You have to you have to be able to accept people's differences because not only is that, you know, the right thing to do, but also it really does enhance your bottom line and create innovation and just create an awesome all around workplace. But so and a so, return on investment as well. Yes. So that's my thing. You know, it's all about the money, Liz, right? No, but I will. I know you. I know that's you have the to, business you have to case put it that's in there. The business case. I know if we get, if we get more um, return on uh, our money that we invest in it because of diversity, then it's easier to get uh, right. some of the corporate buy in. And, and we have to remember that. Right. And you just get better ideas. I mean, if you have the same people around the table, you're going to get the same ideas. So, so with that being said, let's talk to Deborah about how she helps people because she's a consultant and she's a coach and, and she's been written about in numerous uh, media publications and outlets. And so, so Deborah, you know, when people call you, what are they calling you about? Like, what are they, they want you to come in and they want you to help them with what? Um, productivity, communication, yeah. and just team building, really. Because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes um, if you are completely different from me, I don't think I have anything in common with you. But nobody is, quote, completely different because typically there is a common ground of some sort. Um, and, you know, you may not see it right off the bat because what do we do? We judge somebody by the way they look, 
around what we think we know about them or their culture or their religion or whatever. And most of the time, I have found that what we think is not necessarily correct. Mm -hmm. And part of what I help do is break past that and look at the inherent good that are that is in most everybody. Most everybody wanted to, you know, they want to do a good job. They are inherently good way down on the inside. And sometimes, though, because of their life's path or whatever, they don't always project that. So, you know, attitude has a lot to do with everything. So there may be a perceived attitude about someone. So if someone is shy, for instance, they may give off the vibe that they don't want to be part of the team, which that could not be further from the truth. So what I do more than anything is help um, people and teams and organizations break through those misnomers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think all problems in the workforce stem from communication. I really do. I think oh, every absolutely. problem, they all, because I know I even struggle with our firm and how we communicate. And I always think everybody's getting it. And I, you know, you can't say things enough, but sometimes like I think we communicate and we're not talking to each other. So, <laughs> and I'm a firm, I'm a firm of five people. So, you know, I, I only imagine how, how much bigger the problems get when you know you have a corporate environment and there's hundreds and hundreds of people that are trying mm-hmm. to communicate. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. And sometimes it is interpretation that goes astray because you can't possibly in an email, you really can't, you cannot communicate the heart really in an email because if you're giving, let's just use this as an example, if you're giving a directive, some people will say, oh, okay, this is what I need to do you know, one, two, and three, here we go. And then other people are going to say, well, that was a really rude email. What, what's happening here? Are we not already doing that? So, it, you know, you've got to break through all of that and begin with conversation and two-way conversation, not just driving an objective down the throat of other people, but really energizing and... Um, communicating in a way that people want to be on your team. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing about it. And that's millennials. Let's, let's look at millennials. Millennials have typically, now of course these are generalities and there's always going to be an outlier of this, but just in general, um, millennials, they were involved in their education. Sometimes, you know, from the very beginning, they were asked what they thought. Dinner time talk was about how to move forward. If they, were, if the family was looking at a new house, their input was welcome. You can even see it on TV. On some of the even house hunting shows, you see the children are there and they're asked their opinion, whereas baby boomers really were told by their parents what to do. I know my parents didn't ask me a darn thing. They said, mm-hmm. this, here, this right here is what we're doing. So, mm-hmm. And as a child, I was to say, okay. So I was not involved in all of those um, decisions that were made where millennials, you know, really have been. So we have to adjust our communication. Not only are we to listen to what other people have to say, we really have to hear what they're saying. Yeah, I love that. And there's so many different ways that people can communicate that, I think. Um, so I want to ask Absolutely. you... I want to ask you, you talked about um, energy, and I want to talk about, you know, how do you become more engaged when you're just really bored in your life? (laughs) I guess that would be my question for you. Well, and you know, um, I think I'm I'm never bored. So Mm -hmm. someone to be bored, I think it's just a matter of, you know, they're not spreading their wings a little bit. And I think you have to ask, why are you bored? What is it that you, why are you bored? Are you Mm -hmm. bored because you can't think of anything to do? Or are you bored for what reason? You need more challenge. You need ideas of how to spread your wings. Why are you bored? 
because we know that that is the first thing somebody will say, well, I'm just really bored. So how are you bored? There are like nine zillion things to do, um, nine zillion thoughts to have, nine zillion books to read. So what is it? Are you not motivated to move forward in some direction? You know, does it all come down to motivation to do something different than what you're doing? And a lot Mm. of people, um, I have found, are are just not motivated because they don't have a plan. Mm -hmm. There always has to be some sort of plan. If you don't have a plan, you actually have a plan to do nothing. So if there's not a reason to get out of the bed in the morning, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, if you need somebody to, you know, push you along and say, okay, so what do we do today? that you loved and what did you love about it. It's, it's about conversation. We, we have more ways to communicate now than ever in history. And it seems like we're doing less communication. I was going to say, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we're doing a worse job of communicating and yet we have more options to communicate. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I also think it's easier to just be less accountable to people. You know, technology is sort of allows us to do more ghosting or, you know, it. I feel like it, there is some some distancing there, even though you can sort of have intimate encounters over social media and technology, I think, you know, but you you're also, you know, it's not the same as like, it used to be. Wow, I just probably dated myself. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and um, we're going to continue talking to Deborah Hightower, so stay tuned. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Jody Paydar, and I'm here with Liz Gold, and you are listening to Let's Get Radical. And um, 
before we go any further, I have to give a quick shout out to Intuit and um, as a thank you for sponsoring our show. Um, and But today we have a really uh, interesting guest and her name is Deborah Hightower and she has written a couple books. But I think what's really interesting about her is she, this is kind of her side hustle. So um, I'm going to ask Deborah now, like, how did that come to be that you kind of, you know, you have your day job and then you have your side job and kind of what made you decide that it was time to break break off and kind of do something a little bit different or a little bit extra? You know, I think the best answer to that is, um, you know, this burning on the inside of your soul that you're destined to do bigger and greater things that has an even bigger impact on other people. Um, I think that's how it was sort of born. Um, I have been in corporate for so long. I mean, I'll probably be here until I'm pushing up daisies because I love it. I love everything about it. I love helping people be financially free um, because, let's face it, dollar in, dollar out. And if you don't keep up with it and make a plan for it, um, then, you know, you're going to end up with zero dollars in the end. And, you know, statistics show that, can you tell them all about statistics? Because so many times it's right on it. But anyway, statistics show that people spend more time planning their summer vacation than they do their retirement and other big financial decisions. Mm. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, I believe that too. (laughs) um, Yeah, so as part of my, (laughs) I know because nobody wants to deal with money, but what I started finding with my clients through the planning process is that money had very little to do with money. It Mm -hmm. had to do with thoughts and ideas and how they were raised and their general concept of money. So if they were from a household that, counted every penny that was very strict about spending money on fun things, for example, then they were more likely to overspend on fun things because it was something they felt deprived of. But money, you know, money is here to provide um, life essentials, but also life, life fun, life um children and their education and your own education and vacations and cars or whatever, but we have to have a plan to do that. So that's sort of what started it all. People would say to me, gosh, will you help me come up with a business plan? I want to, you know, do something other than what I'm doing every day, and I need somebody to help me sort of put that in a plan that I can actually work. Because you've got to have a plan, and it doesn't matter what you're doing. Going to school, um, writing a resume, getting a higher education degree, venturing into a new hobby, you have to have a plan for it. You can't just show up one day and voila, everything has fallen into place. So my book that will be out the end of this year or next year, early next year, is poised, prepared, and in hot pursuit. So the bottom line of what that means is, first, we have to be poised. We have to know what the heck we're talking about. Because I, when I first started coaching, I coached some people that would say, okay, well, I'm going to do this and this and this, and this is what I want to do, and this is what I'm going to end up being. And I'm like, okay, well, everything you said made absolutely no sense because you have not thought that through. I had a young lady that told me she's probably about 28 or 29, and she said, okay, well, I want to be a psychiatrist. And I said, awesome. So we started talking about it. How, you know, why do you want to be a psychologist or psychiatrist? And she said, I just want to, I want to help people. And I said, okay, well, to start your plan, we need to take a look at what that entails. First of all, you have to have an undergraduate degree, which she didn't have. Um, then you go into your medical degree, and then you go into your specialty. And her comment to me was, well, I ain't fixing to do all that. And I said, well, all right, then. you're not going to be a psychiatrist, because she was saying stuff that she was not poised for. I mean, you have to know what right. you're saying. So she said, well, I have to find another way to help people. And I said, you can do it. You can do it. But there has to be a plan to get you there. So none of this comes easy. 
you know, when we're talking about it, it, it seems easy, but it's the drudgery of the day-to-day work to get it done and the behind the scenes. On the outside, you see all the glam, but you don't see the ditch digging that went on behind the scenes. So right. that's sort of what birthed the, the coaching thing. Right, and, it's the overnight success that takes 10 years. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And you try things that don't work, and, and then, you know, you say, well, that didn't turn out exactly the way I thought it would, but here's the key to that. So, well, I know what doesn't work, and I know what people don't want to hear, <laughs> so you just keep on moving. It goes back mm-hmm. to the positive versus negative. I can say, oh, gosh, well, nobody wants to hear anything I have to say, or I can say, well, here are the subjects that people want to hear about. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like, oh, I guess my question to you is, how do you know you are in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing? You know, we talk about life path and like, you know, you I, you hear sort of like, well, once I made this decision and I finally did it, things just started happening and movement started, you know, do you believe that? I mean, what, how do you, how can you tell that you're in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing in your life? I think it's just really everybody has to make that and feel that for themselves. For me, it is the fact that I bounce out of the bed in the morning ready to conquer the day. Mm -hmm. It's not a drudgery, even though there are parts of it, you know, that just say, God, this is not going to ever end. How am I going to ever get to the end of what I need to do to make this happen? So I think it comes down to just what energizes you, what makes you feel good, what makes you um, feel like you can walk in the purpose and in your gifts and talents because everybody has a purpose. Sometimes we just have to find it. One of the free resources on my website, as a matter of fact, is 25 questions to ask when searching for your purpose. And Hmm. for anybody that goes to the website, it's a free download. So I would encourage everybody to go to DeborahHightower.com and get that and go right down through there. And don't do it in one sitting. Do it over several days. Mm -hmm. Everybody's good at something. Sometimes you just don't realize how impactful that something can be on the lives of other people. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the piece about having a plan is key. I mean, you know, I don't know if a lot of people really think about their lives that way. I mean, you know, I think some people map out their, you know, their goals and maybe things that they want to accomplish. But um, obviously creating a plan can be as sophisticated as you want it to be. I mean, do you find that people, that most of your clients come to you for help with a plan? I mean, you know, and, and sort of what are some of the elements that will make a, a sort of a successful and sustainable plan for somebody's life or career? Yeah, and, and that is usually, you know, they come for the plan, but then we have to back up to the poised part and say, okay, do you really know what you're talking about and do you know what you're saying? And then once we get all that on the foundation, then we can start the preparation. So mm-hmm. the preparation is, okay, what does the perfect life and perfect position in your eyes, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And what are the requirements to get us there? Is it a different um, line of education, for instance? Are there certifications that you need to get to do that? Is it possible in your current position and at work, or do you need to branch off on your own, or do you need to go to another company to help you get prepared to go out on your own? Or So what do those steps for the individual look like. But that's basically the steps. When you decide what it is you think you want to do, then we delve into that and say, okay, well, what, you know, what does it look like to you? If it could happen today and you be where you really want to be, what does that look like? And then based on that, we come up with a plan. And here's where a lot of plans go sour. People think that If you start at A, then Z is the goal. Sometimes that's the goal. Sometimes it's not. In my opinion, that should not be the goal. B should be the goal. 
And then when you get to B, that becomes the new A. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the next B. And then when you get to there, that B is the new A. And before you know it, you are down that continuum and you have learned what does work, what doesn't work, what makes you happy, what aspect of it you don't like, and then you build your team around that. And for me, writing, for instance, um, I have to constantly fight against trying to edit as I go. And mm-hmm. every writer can can relate to that because I want it to be good the first go-round. Well, that's just not going to happen, and that's an unrealistic goal and pressure to put on myself to do that. So that's one of the challenges that I have. So I just fill it all out and I do what Ernest Hemingway says. You just sit at the, what he said, typewriter, but computer, and you bleed. You get it all out. You regurgitate everything you're trying to say and don't ever go back and reread what you've already written. And then the editing process starts and then mm-hmm. you get somebody to help you edit it and and let somebody else tell you. We all need a coach in some form. We can't, we are not islands. We can't do everything by ourselves. So we have to build that team of people that you trust. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do in the planning process. And then when you get to pursuit, then you know what you're pursuing, you know how to pursue, you know when to pursue, because things do have an order. And I think that's where a lot of businesses go wrong, is they have a great idea and they go from poised because they have all the information to executing without the proper steps of preparation. Hmm. Interesting. Um, just a quick question before we go to break. I mean, how often do you see people sort of have a plan and they're methodically going through the process and then they decide, oh, my God, I don't actually want to be doing this? Do you see that? I mean, like that. Um, yeah. 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 Sometimes. And usually it is can be like traced back to one or two little things that they don't want to do, that they still want mm-hmm. the big picture. But it's the little bitty things that are sort of throwing them off. And, you know, that's where that A, B thing comes. If you get to B and you say, geez, this is not really where I want to go, then there is nothing wrong with slamming the car in reverse and backing up and taking an an alternate route. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to be brave enough and courageous enough to do that. Because if you don't and you keep pushing and pushing and pushing on that continuum, you're going to get about M or N, and then you're going to say, what am I doing? I hate every minute of this. Where if we had measured along the way, it would have become obvious much sooner. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue talking to Deborah Hightower, so stay tuned. to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. 
Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's one 472 You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar. And our guest today is Deborah Hightower. And um, she is a best-selling author, speaker, and life elevator. And we've been talking to Deborah all about, you know, having a plan, you know, um, embracing difference and diversity in your team, a whole host of, of subjects. And, and so, Deborah, you know, how do you, what do you say to people who, I, I mean, you work with people, you coach, you, you're in the corporate world, you know, and you must see people just sort of like banging their head against their wall. They can't get, they can't break through their own, I don't want to say, a naughty word, but stuff, you know, they can't break through it. Right. How do you, I mean, how do you help people um, create a shift in breaking through self-imposed boundaries? Like, and what, what would you say to people who are just like, they're stuck and they can't get, they can't move forward? Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we got to get out of our own head sometimes. And yeah. you have to have to be sure that you are around people that in, are encouraging you to, to break out. Um, because, you know, if we get inside our own head, I mean, the conversations that we have with ourselves, (laughs) whether out loud or not, can sometimes, you know, be the stick that breaks the camel's back kind of thing. So, you know, I really think that if, if we change our conversation that's going on in our head, that is the first step. And, and how do you do that? Like back to our negative people example, you have to find a reason not to be negative. Um, actually, I, I just read The Art of Power by Thick Nan Han, and um, I've read it a couple of times. I just reread it again. And one of the things that is so powerful in that book to me is that um, he talks about a, a general. I guess, challenge of a lot of people who segment their life. And, you know, we talked about that. Life elevation is about all parts rising together, not Mm -hmm. acting one way at home and acting in another way um, at work and then another way at church and then another way at PTA and then, you know, but but being who we are and thinking like we do and being able to self-express. So I think we have to get out of our own head. And, and Buddhists believe, he talks about this in the book, Buddhists believe that there are five powers. So the book is the art of power. And it's not power that you have over someone, it's power that you have over yourself. So he believes that faith, diligence, mindfulness, concentration, and insight are those five powers. And if we can get those ingrained in our own head and realize that, um, especially the diligence part, we have a choice. We either let negative seeds plant in our brain and we say them over and over and over to ourselves, or we have the power to smash down the negative thoughts and to fill our mind with positive things um, and with love and forgiveness and joy and peace and happiness and all the things that make us feel good. Because if you can't get it right within your own self, you can't portray it out to other people. 
if I don't love myself, I can't love you the right way. I may say mm-hmm. that I do, but if I'm not happy with myself, then I can't, you know, bring you along. I can't do anything that mm-hmm. will last. Now, you know, mm-hmm. people can put on a mask and act a certain way for a certain amount of time. But then eventually, the real you is going to come back out. And sometimes it will happen when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. So for people who are trying to break through those self-imposed boundaries, I think you have to sort of do a self-inventory. And if you need to say it out loud, sometimes saying it and hearing it at the same time um, will call your attention to, well, golly, that sounds pretty stupid because I know that I am not this way, but yet I am this way. So what can I do to change that? Um, another point in the book is mindfulness. Pay attention. Be in the moment. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about yesterday. You know, think about what you're doing right now and how you can be a better person. Every day we need to be better than we were yesterday. Mm-hmm. And once that starts rolling and you figure out, hey, maybe it's not the job I hate. Um, maybe it's because I had just need an attitude adjustment and need to get my mind right and then see what I can do and how I can excel where I am. Because until mm-hmm. you blame where you are, it's hard to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I love that. I yeah. totally love that. So this has been really cool. So, um, Deborah, how can people find you or get in touch with you? Ooh, the easiest way is DeborahHightower.com. Um, there are contact pages on there. There's free tools and resources, download, join the newsletter, Um, and, you know, it's just an encouraging word. It it really is. Everything that I do, I want it to be uplifting and encouraging and be a spark for someone to grab hold and start their own bonfire. Every bonfire starts with a spark. I love that. That's so great. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. And, you know, Jody, we have another great show coming up next week. We're talking to um, Randy Reyes from Outgrow, who's going to talk to us about um, interactive content and quizzes and calculators and why you should have one on your website. And what else do we have going on? We're going to be talking about some artificial intelligence as well. So yes, following that, we're, we're, we have some artificial intelligence um, coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, aside from that, if you would like to be on our show, you know, Liz, where do they contact us? You can uh, get in touch with us at Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. You can always hit us up on our Facebook page, backslash Let's Get Radical. And, you know, we're on iTunes and Stitcher, so give us a listen. We have a ton of amazing shows in our archives talking to business owners and people who love business owners and everything in between, (laughs) it seems like. Um, Yeah, so check us out and, you know, um, leave us a review. And um, what else? Anything else? Yeah, well, you know my favorite thing. Leave us some love on iTunes. But we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. All right. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in to Let's Get Radical. Please join Liz Gold and Jody Paydar again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, it's time for you to get radical. Radical.